0: Hello and welcome to a post-game edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast. This is Tim Kawakami's first All-82 of the early season. Picked a good post-game. Picked a good
1: freaking post-game. That was old-school Warriors post-game there. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. Steve all Kerr. Steve Kerr. Oh, <laughs> we're good. It was like so much. I'm not writing
0: anything. I just was there like, this is all pretty good here. We could have just used like Jonathan Kaminga at the podium. <laughs> yeah. That would have that <laughs> capped it off. Um... Yeah, uh, pretty, like, you know, controlling win from the Warriors. I'm looking right now. They won the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Now, they didn't blow the heat out uh, because the final score, they only won by 13, but they won all four quarters. Uh, it wasn't an imbalanced game where the starters dominated, the second unit bled, the starters dominated again. It was, like, pretty even throughout. I don't think there was any bad performances by the Warriors. I mean, I know you and you mentioned it uh, within one of your – Post game questions to curve like you know James Wiseman's a plus two. This was probably his like sturdiest game, you would say.
1: Raymond, don't say steadiest though. Don't say steady. So don't say
0: steady. <laughs> uh, part of your uh, lovely post game uh, that you were talking about. Um, but I am writing about to start. I mean, I'm writing about a lot, but uh, I'm leading with Steph because he scored 33 on 13 and 22. He's seven to 14 from three. He has. Made 27 threes in five games, which is six more than anybody else, which isn't a surprise, right? He leads the league and made threes pretty much every season. But he's really come out looking good. Uh, It's, you know, 33 points, 33 points, 34 points, uh, you know, 33 again tonight. Just fresh, bouncy, um, confident in himself. He's just like, you know, again, we're not doing an MVP after five games, but he looks as good as anyone in the league right now. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think I come out of the first part is like, can he lead the league in scoring again? I mean – and I kind of thought those days might be over for him, but, and there's other guys, right, who are going to score a ton. Uh, but this is John Morant and all the others, but he's he's on that run, you know, and we know that he shot, what, 38.9% from three last season, which we all said. This is complete outlier. This is not going to last. last lasted the whole season all the way up to, like, game four of, of, of the, the finals. But, like, if he just shoots 45%, he's I think he's right about there now. Yeah, he was 44 yeah. he he when 7-14. Yeah, yeah, just add another, you know, 80 points to, or more than, you know, 150
0: points well, to what he does last It's a couple like, per game, yeah, which yeah. is like, you know, when you're talking the difference between 30 and 32 points per game, yeah. that's the difference between a yeah. scoring title and not. I think he was doing all the other stuff last season, you know, the, the, the
1: drives, the finishes. Like, he's been stronger for a little while, and he talked about that tonight. But I think it's that plus you add that, Steph Curry. Because, you know, there was some thinking, did he put on this weight and maybe he lost the shooting touch because he put on the weight? It's good for his career. I'm not saying it, but... He has, like, refuted that idea. and, and I haven't said it, but, like, there was that idea. This season is you putting the strength together with the shooting and everything else that he's always had you know again I, and there's been some discussion like Draymond said he's improving and, I, and it's all interpretation and I agree with this he's he is improving at 34 in a lot of ways Steph is saying I'm maintaining and I get what he's saying I, I think I, I'm gonna agree with Steph here other than all these words have different interpretations he's been doing this stuff like you go look at film of him in 2016 it was ridiculous what he was doing this is just him adding the things he's picked up later in his career which is mainly the strength which is mainly being able to bump bump off of people which is being able to stand up on defense to the shooting that we have and we saw for that incredible run at the end of um, 2021 but this is like potentially we're going to see it for a whole season
0: yeah and you know what else um last season i think a major part of the whatever you said it was 38 39 from three was the record chase that really you know remember it really dragged him yep. into a slump and then just like the pressure of like them as a team trying to just climb the mountaintop scale the mountain again and like everything that went into that season whereas i think yeah, now have, that they've conquered it the question was do you come back motivated did you have a good enough summer you know and he did clearly i mean he came back in shape and now that you know he does at least seem to be motivated to maintain there's such an ease which with, with, with uh, you know at which he can go about things he's not chasing a record he already owns it. he's not chasing he's not you know adjusting to clay being out and then clay
1: being in yeah. right that was that was part of and then Draymond being out like, all that stuff was Which, going on. Which, by the way, season. we're
0: five games in. Like, he might, he's probably going to be adjusting to a lot of things soon, yeah, right? Yeah, back-to-backs yeah, yeah. are coming. Injuries yeah. to, you know, various people, I'm sure, uh, are coming. So, it's only five games. And, you know, you go back last year. Second game of the season, you have 45 against the Clippers. So, you know, it's not like, wow, he's hot yeah. to start the it's year.
1: Just, we're seeing it all. We're yeah. seeing it all. Again, he might go cold, whatever things happen. is uh, going to start, you know, they're going to start resting him on the back-to-backs. Like, that's coming. But I just think what is striking... So if you really put it in context, you're waving around that box score around like crazy. Uh, is that he's putting the things that we all have seen kind of separately. And they're all great and they're all important and they're all winning things. But now they're kind of all being fused together in a, in a five-game stint, whatever. But it's like this could really be special for 82 games and into the playoffs.
0: He is closing this year pretty ruthlessly. Uh, The Lakers game here, when the Lakers were, you know, really trying to claw back into it, he just, like, you know, slammed the door. I remember a four-point play particularly in that game and just the the late-game confidence. And then tonight... Uh, you know he comes in at around like the 7 minute mark they've they'd controlled the game but again Miami's Miami's such a dangerous team you, the the Celtics experienced this in the east finals right all the way up until Butler Big misses tough. that 3 Big they tough. just don't go away and he hit four uh, shots four jumpers in the last five minutes that sealed it, and two of them were on Hero where he had the – for some reason Miami had Hero on yep. him. That wasn't a switch. It wasn't. Went, no,
1: it was who was guarding him. Yeah. Not quite sure about that
0: one. Yeah, and he just went dribble, combo, shook yeah. Hero I easily. I assuming through. that there was going to be somebody coming up in a pick-and-roll. Well, he was inbounding yeah. from underneath, yeah. so maybe the Spolsters I thought is like, well, he's not part of the immediate play. It was weird. But then later, the funny thing is, so he gets that going on Hero. A couple possessions later – Hero's not on him, but he calls up Clay. <laughs> part- he's like, "I want Hero," yeah. and then he got him. Yeah. Boom! I mean, that was kind of the dagger, but just—I don't know. You know, he's just had such control over everything right now. Yeah, I mean, he's played with these guys for so long. I mean,
1: that's obviously part of it. He's feeling very comfortable. His his body's feeling great. uh He's just got it on a string right now, and you know who he's saying, "I, I want to play like this for a lot longer." And who's to say that he can't? I mean anybody who watched him in the in the finals is not going to say this is impossible this guy can do it for many more years uh that's an important thing for this window of opportunity we're talking about it's important thing for what they do with the you know these young guys how this all fits together it's all 30 it's all what it's curse say like anybody could be gone from you know from anywhere except for steph he's going to be around for a long time and that is ultimately no question steph and joe Lacob, i think would be the two that i pretty well bet on being around here for as
0: long as they want to be anyone else you never know it's sports uh, but this is steph Kerr. seven billion dollar valuation you sure joe don't want to cash out on this this would be potentially the high water mark yeah. to just uh, uh cash I out no, i
1: don't think joe's doing that no i don't think joe's doing that uh seeing how they bought it for 450 uh 450 million that's what dollars. i'm saying this is <laughs> the this time is out. yeah no i don't think so then what do you want to do is go want to go buy the warriors again if you do that so uh but this is uh I, this this is, i'm
0: sure you know, saw andre this morning yeah, talking about some, it yeah,
1: he's like, i was joking about it it's it's a good point no question the valuation is, is incredibly tight to Steph curry but also I'm getting some of this. Like Steph is getting some of this. Uh, he's getting the maximum allowed uh, amount that he can get from this. But you're right. He is. He's probably, what's Steph Curry worth? If if the Warriors are worth nine billion dollars, worth uh, two billion dollars?
0: Yeah, I mean, like he. I would I would probably put it this way. What has Steph Curry's um, I guess involvement in the last decade to the Warriors meant yeah. from the 400 win? Joe Lacob bought it for 450 if Steph Curry is not there or we can even say if he was in the Andrew Bogut trade which you talked to Andrew (laughs) Bogut recently about it like if he's in that trade how much are the Warriors currently do they even have this arena which is a big part of why they're valued that much yeah We, we could chop it at least
1: in half probably more than that uh like didn't somebody do that study with lebron like lebron's worth
0: like two billion dollars well i think what's interesting about lebron is he went back and forth with cleveland and and every time he (laughs) left it would chop (laughs) off this much and then he'd come back and it would go up steph hasn't quite done
1: that but that's another part of why he's so valuable anyway that's enough steph we'll keep talking about steph well just a fascinating conversation with him afterwards too fascinating you know interplay with him and then we could get to clay who who you know had? Let's a- go
0: Clay now. So Clay gets tossed in Phoenix. Never talks about it. Does talk about it tonight. You could tell. I think the way Devin Booker handled uh, yeah. the post game of that, saying he loved Clay, and uh, you know, I just thought Devin Booker handled it well. Clay clearly, I believe, agreed with that because then he came up and like was pretty much you know yeah, Devin he, Booker was one of the first people texted him after he tore his achilles and said you know
1: the the, the shooting guard battle won't be as you know whatever it won't be as good he was
0: purposeful yeah, on yeah. like hey like it's this is not anything personal with yeah. devin booker he clearly yeah. wanted to get that message out uh you asked him specifically about the four rings comment he, he mentioned oh I, you know and he does this sometimes oh i blacked I like out I like something but, Booker said something that
1: pissed him off. That's, it's in competition. Clay was in a bad mood. He hadn't been shooting the ball well. So there's something that, that did trigger that, but it's all in competition. Uh, but clearly, the fact that he kept saying, I got four rings, I got four rings. I mean, there was something where Booker... Offered some sort of challenge, and that's was the play, and that's what happens. And and Clay said it. I it's just just, it's competition. But tonight, he comes out, makes his first three, makes his first bucket. You think, okay, this could be an incredible game. Then misses what his next six three. Know what he finished? Uh, I would guess four for 14, something Six like Six of 19. Yeah, okay. I mean, listen, he, volume shooter. As he said tonight, he's going to shoot it. That's what he's going to do if he's not shooting 14 it, of his 19 are threes. Yeah, he's just going to shoot the ball uh well you know sometimes they're going to go in sometimes they're not going to go in. maybe not at the same rate certainly uh, as, you know as prime until he gets back to it and then what does he do what does he tell us at the end he stops us got one
0: more thing to say and who knows what by the I don't way know, this is get, this is a second straight press conference he has I, this might be a new thing he has some type of <laughs> grievance and he has now decided his way right? to handle it is it got one more thing, a, oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. You, i didn't even you know sometimes i take videos of press mm-hmm. conferences I I had my phone down. I mean, I just wasn't taking it. He goes, I got something <laughs> I, I want to say, and I was like, All right, better get my phone up for this one. Uh, yeah, he was upset with a Charles Barkley comment that was post game Phoenix. He got ejected. Warriors lose. That was basically, you know, I think it was Barkley kind of making the point that the young guys need to rise up, and because he said Draymond and Clay are slipping. What what I found a little odd about Clay's grievance against Charles is, Charles said he's slipping. I mean I think we all understand Clay has slipped a little bit Clay and the Clay it said it himself. Said it himself. Yeah. So I mean I guess he just doesn't like you know older players like you know criticizing him but that's kind of bark what Barkley does and he- and he's not even saying Barkley's wrong. Yeah, it's I just think he he
1: feels like people are picking on him when he's not and he has he's been missed two seasons plus and every time he goes out, it's, it's now under the microscope. Every time he does something, it's because you're not as good. And it might be true, it's it's but it's hard to hear. And Steph, I mean, Steph kind of poked at it. Because, you know, I just think there's some former players who don't remember like the way they ended their careers. So obviously, a shot at Charles, and, and it's a shot at all players who who like pretty much everyone good. ends poorly. Yes, it's going to happen. Charles has paid money to say what he feels to analyze and not remain friends with everybody. He said it about freaking Draymond, who's going to be on that panel with him like for a lot of nights, um, but. I think and I think Charles elaborated on this to Dan Patrick so I think that's what really that that one got out too and it was just how he doesn't think that that Clay is the same player and again Clay understands that he agrees I believe with him, he said
0: duh yeah
1: <laughs> duh like I've been out look like I've been out, and he played he a pretty important part in the postseason, that that's a great point by Clay. That you know, I was, it does get lost. Second yeah, in
0: yes, the NBA yes. in, in playoff threes last year, which is pretty incredible. Hey, good in the finals, good, good on both ends, and he was out there. He was logging minutes. I think what Clay say,
1: like, would you at least say that part? Like, just say that part, yeah. you know, and and that I am going to get better. And it's again, it's all percentages. It's like phrasing we understand you know
0: it's what you imply it's also what and, gets cut by you know what whoever's putting it out exactly. there also it just he was hurt by it he's hurt he, he's in an emotional point like
1: i asked staff like well you know where is he right now and so says well he's in a good mood today you know what that means
0: he's been in a bad
1: mood other days so like that he you're, was you're that
0: shooting con- around like bouncing around like we're playing basketball <laughs> today baby <laughs> It's a
1: sea. It's like a you know stormy sea, and it's sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. And Clay is going to ride that right now. He's just become an emotive kind of guy for everyone to see it. I think the two years off absolutely did that, and we got another blast of it. It's just fascinating. It's just fascinating to see this. And uh, you know what drives him, you know, the competition that drives him to, to try to prove everybody wrong. It was like that before he was hurt, right? He was because quiet guy had burned competitively though. He you know wasn't recruited very heavily. He wasn't the highest drafted guy. He was behind Montiel, all these things. And now he's going through it all over again with these, you know, coming off the injuries. And he's, he is saying like, hey, well, at least give me credit for the things I am doing and the fact that I can I can work my way back to what you think I should be.
0: That is the point that he continues to make, and that is very important for the Warriors next few seasons is, is you know, if you just said, hey, the clay that we've seen, the, you know, really since he's been back is the clay you're getting the next few years, I think that's actually okay yeah. for the Warriors, right? We saw him be impactful in the playoffs but he believes like he i believe he said like just like give me time give me yep. time charles and it's like you know that to me is the is the battle he's fighting right now this in uh, internal belief that if given enough time, he can get back there to where, you know, I think personally we might doubt, at least, you know, he's talking about all-star level. Like, I'd probably doubt that, but a, we'll see. Just, I mean, was it to you or so? He talked
1: about, like, okay, the defense might not be there, right? That, like, that's probably not coming last back. Last year? Yeah, 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 we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. that. Like, last that's year. probably not coming back. And, but it, he can be valuable in a lot of other ways because he's so big uh, and because he can fit, you know, with these guys so, you know, so well – that it's still out there and they won a championship when he was working his way there so uh, it's a lot of levels to this it's a lot of emotions but what struck me is you just see the kind of dynasty era kind of tightening around him like this this is our guy clay's counting on this and they're going to move forward and they're going to go try to win another championship like this
0: uh, you know, Draymond Green, I'd say the stat I'd want to point out on his night, 5 of 10 shooting 10 points, 8 of those points are in the first half, but he had 14 in Phoenix. I believe he had like 12 or something in another game. He's like offensively where you want him to be. I mean, he you, you, he's just taking the shots he should. He's doing the fake dribble handoffs when he should. Um, he just looks good. He just looks really good. He's got to attack the rim, right? I think that's the thing that – you know, he's done probably yeah, four times yeah, you
1: gotta, and you gotta try and you're gonna miss some of them like the little shoulder shots are tough sometimes he's gonna make them sometimes he's not but you, you can't just not take them I think that's Maybe what what would be the main criticism of him isn't that he misses them. He's going to miss. You got to take them. You can't pass them up. He passed up. He's passed up a lot of four-foot shots over the last few years. And you just got to just feel like you get the foul. Go be comfortable with your free throw shooting. And he has been very, he was very aggressive tonight. And it just helps. The defense has to play him. The defense has to collapse on him. It opens up offensive rebounding lanes for other guys. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the way he should be. He's played, his energy has been great, I think, the last three games. And this is the Dre Mamdini. Now, he's not going to go back to what, you know, he was making two three-pointers a game in 2016. That's gone. But, like, a guy who can be a threat from the three, and then when it's there, he, t- he attacks. And then when the defense collapses, he's obviously going to make the right pass. And he's fine defensively. All these things, uh, very important to them he said he should have got to be more fiery right he said that and i like, like okay there's been some things where you were too fiery this season but i get it and i think the i think you were talking about it before he's sitting there with Jordan Poole after the game just sitting there yeah. together like you know these are these are scenes we had not seen right when the season started for obvious reasons we're seeing it now their lockers are next to each other and they're kind of be you know they're having discussions yeah it's
0: not a buddy cop no. film over there but like <laughs> it's a lot of the yeah, tension is eased.
1: Are buddy are our cup. buddy, yeah. Cup. yeah, yeah, but
0: Paul uh, and Draymond, at least they're talking. Look, yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's what we were talking about on the podcast. The tension is just eased every single day, which again, yeah. it's like that's human nature, exactly. right? Um, okay, Andrew Wiggins, 18 and 10, very easy, 18 and 10 in about 37 minutes. Team high plus 17. Um, I was chatting with him at his locker postgame. I was like, you know, 10 rebounds, does it even feel like 10 used to feel to him? And he was like, yeah, not really. Like, 10 used to be – he's like, it honestly used to be rare. Yeah. And I was like, I know. I've looked at your Minnesota yeah. stats, essentially. But it is just – like – and it was kind of what we were going back and forth on. But, like, if he got 10 rebounds in a Minnesota Timberwolves uniform, I feel like, like that's all post-game was about. Like, Wiggins got 10 rebounds. Now – He's basically he's done, a seven rebound per game guy that can get done, ten every. Yeah, he
1: got twelve, three games. like
0: twelve and fourteen in a, in a finals game. Okay, Sixteen, so, yeah. Wow.
1: yeah. I the way I felt it was when he got that fourth foul in what was it in the third, and he had to come out. And I went, uh oh, like like when did you when did you ever do that with Andrew Wiggins? Certainly not with a second wife. best play? Yeah, like you're just like this guy. They need him mm-hmm. on the floor. Like they need Andrew Wiggins on the floor for as much as they can. He doesn't look like he ever gets tired not going to make a ton of shots you know he's going to make a shot shot's going to come and go but you know he's not Steph. he's not clay but like he'll he's available for the shot he's available for the rebounds he's going to defend the toughest guy that was a really good game and it was just another game for it it's not it wasn't even like a remarkable game in andrew wiggins catalog with the warriors but it was a really good game it's just a solid solid you know, a game that they, they can't do without him. They cannot do with Andrew Wiggins, especially if yeah. Clay's not guarding the, the, the quick guards, and he's not going to anymore. They've
0: got to have Andrew Wiggins. Uh, bench, uh, you know, pool seven assists, only took seven shots, made four of them 11 points. You know, he's kind of quieter to start this season, um, but that's a controlled game, particularly with these seven assists, uh, two turnover stats. Uh, Wiseman, you mentioned it, we mentioned it, plus two, 10 and six. We um, just get... 14 minutes out of James Wiseman like that. If they can count on that,
1: and they are. Steady. Yeah, steady, which I, which was disputed by Draymond, which is fine. Because Draymond's, I want him to try to be the best he can be. You know what? The Warriors do not. The Warriors do not want that. The Warriors want him to just be this, and not try to do all the crazy stuff. And
0: Joe Lacob's so. like, no, he can do. Let's have him be a star right now. I mean, are yeah, you sure? Are we uh, sure? Maybe. Yeah. Those
1: two guys. Everyone else. I
0: Joe's don't. like, all right, we'll wait till February until he turns into a star. All
1: right. They can pick up that fourth year option. By the way, They haven't done that yet. Uh, but just be available for the lobs. Hit the little shots when when they're there. Run the floor. He's, still, he's not great defensively. Don't be a disaster. Like, it's like, that's what my point was. Like If they can just say, these are 14 minutes that we don't have to worry about anymore. Like, it might be minus 2, might be plus 2. But it's not going to be minus 14. Like, just that, and they, they juggled around the, the rotation. So he's not starting the second or the fourth. Although they didn't start the fourth because he played so well in the uh, Like Just kind of juggle his minutes around a little bit so they, they have backup minutes that they can give Looney the rest and make sure that they're not dying when James Wiseman's in the game. And, and I, tonight was a big step. I think last game he wasn't that bad. I mean, he's a minus, but he, he was relatively productive. That's all they're saying. Let's just be productive and if, relatively efficient, and don't kill those minutes. And he, he didn't kill them tonight for sure.
0: So Jonathan Kaminga opens the season in the rotation. Um, with, it a within, a, within about one and a half games – he is bumped out of the rotation for Moody, you know, and their their argument for that and is understandable because it was he was playing the three was they wanted more spacing with that second unit. Moody spaces the floor better, fits more as a three in a in a lineup that includes Jermichael Green and and James Wiseman. Um, then he had kind of sat in this wild card spot of the rotation for a couple games where they would kind of plug him in in various like small bursts, uh, but tonight he gets a complete DMP, first DMP of the season, uh, and. You know, Kurt. I mean, it. I. Ty Jerome's playing over him right now, even though Dante yeah. DiVincenzo's out yeah. because you know Kurt. What really
1: telling is when Moody kind of hurt his finger and had to come out, yeah. they didn't put Kaminga in. They put Wiggins back in, who had only been out for a couple of minutes. Like, they were not going to play Jonathan Kaminga tonight. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, to me, like, the thing is, like, they like, Moody's playing the three. Okay, he has to come out. You go to a three. And, like, the truth is they were trying to plug Kaminga and it's a small forward and he just isn't. No, he's, he's a, a powerful. In, this, a power in forward. this offense... He's a four.
1: I think he can defend the three. He cannot at that four spot. He can
0: it, defend like one through five, yeah. but he can't play offensively no, the three.
1: No. It's just he's two-ball domin, dominant. He turns it over. There's just he doesn't read things the way they want people to read things. He's not an available three-shooter. Sh- sh- he's a four, and they've got... Draymond Green and Jamichael Green there. And this was Jamichael Green's best game as a Warrior. I, I don't think there was a question about it. He was rough, tough. He was getting offensive rebounds. He was, like, there were things he was doing that were super important to this team. Steve Kerr, as we said, he's going to play Jamichael Green. So if the available minutes are, are if, if if John Kaminga's a power forward, the, there's no, no minutes there. And... It just is going. To, I think there
0: might be more minutes for him at the five
1: than there are at the three right now, just because. But, the I mean, he, well, and, 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 but they're it's not going to play. Are you
0: playing him over Wiseman? Then he's yeah. at the five. Are you yeah. playing him over to Michael Green's at the four? If he's not playing over, neither he's getting DNP's. Yeah. Uh, and, there will
1: be, he will play. But uh, yeah, I mean, and, look, their next
0: two games are back to back: Charlotte, yeah, Detroit. He's going to play,
1: yeah. and you know,
0: Draymond's not going to play.
1: 80 games he might not play 70 <laughs> games he might not play 65 games like there's going to be times for him to play and but, they're
0: telling him that but right now you could tell this is the start of his second season yeah, this is oh, the start yeah. of a seventh overall pick second season who yeah. by the way seventh felt low to him right this is a guy who always believed he was like a top three pick um, he's been
1: told he's the future of the franchise yeah like, he has been told that
0: and by it, like it's gonna, yeah, it's on be, the podium <laughs> several times by yeah. like clay thompson
1: yeah. and draymond yeah. and green it's going to be delayed even more Uh, but then he's got to figure out his game. He's got to figure out a way his game can fit, and it does not currently fit
0: uh, the way it's put together. I also think they just need to find him time, though. I understand what's going on, like the context we both do, but – I also am like, gosh, he oh, kind of needs to play. I almost asked her that. I don't know when he got to get it. I was like,
1: t- is at some point, do you just have to play him right? I mean, don't you? T- like, he is this incredible talent. Like, there's no question about that. But he doesn't, like, Dante DiVincenzo doesn't play, and he doesn't play. Like, Ty Jerome. I like, yeah, Ty Jerome play. Like, there's just, like, some of it might be curves. Just like, listen, there's some things I need to see from you I'm not seeing. And I don't care. I'm going to play Ty Jerome. Uh, maybe that's going on. We heard about the you know, lateness issue last year one time. And I, that probably sounds like it. maybe it was more than one time. Who knows? But maybe there's a little bit. I don't think there is. But I, we, I have to judge it by what we see on the floor. And, and I'm, you know, I'm a Kaminga guy. I'm a, I'm a Kaminga guy. It has not been good at small forward. M- Moses Moody should be playing over him. And if he's playing over him, then there's a severe lack of minutes. Because, what, are going to not play Andrew Wiggins a couple minutes? No, I'm going to play Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins I mean, so it's Jemichael like
0: yeah. Green. Yeah. And, you know, that's just – what's funny – I mean, we'd all probably think, you know, Otto Porter is better than Jermichael Green, but Otto Porter had so much maintenance that needed to be done with the body. <laughs> yeah. Include, you know, Otto yeah. Porter's not playing for the Raptors yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. He has a hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a weird way, having Otto Porter around would be helpful in getting Kaminga more minutes <laughs> be because, it, yeah. you could. Just, I mean, Otto Porter's on ice half the time. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. It's... it's the challenge that, they, that they're going to have to deal with. But anyway, anything else from this game before I send it out? No, I think that's, that's about it. Uh, I just
1: think the rotation is constantly fascinating. You know I always think that. But they, they're going to be moving around these pieces for, for a lot longer. But it's interesting. They got M- Looney and Wiggins in the second unit. And to start the second and fourth. So it's not really a young second unit anymore. It's, it's like a veteran second unit. And I think it's going to steady it up a little bit. Steady is the wrong word, right? I can't
0: say steady. But it's, it's solid. All right, we will talk to you, I don't know, some point during the road trip, maybe Monday. Wow. Wow.